Hey! There we go. Season 21, episode 12. <clears throat> or 2112 or 1221. Whatever you want to call them. Uh, I think it's a palindrome. Is that what it's called? I don't know. No, a palindrome is a word that's the same backwards as forward. There's a different name for numbers. An alt, a numdrum. Maybe. Hold on. Oh, God. Whew, I needed water. Actually, it is. It's a palindromic number, like 16461 yep. or 2112. Welcome to the palindrome. A actual number. Instead of the, of the Thunderdome, the palindrome. Welcome to the palindrome. <laughs> S21E12. Uh huh. 2112, guys. That's when it's all going to go down. I mean, <clears throat> at the very least, you and I will be dead by then. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't care what happens in 2112. Yeah, in 2078, I may still be alive, but I'd be 100. At that point, like, <laughs> everything's going to blow up okay. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Like, 2112, that's <laughs> what? That's uh, almost 30 years. So, like, 25 years, 24 years beyond... Uh, our hundredth birthday, or my hundredth. You're hundred. <laughs> you're seventy-four, right? Or seventy-five? Seventy-four. Yeah. So you're hundred and fourth. Yeah, I won't be around twenty-one twelve. But that's when it's all gonna end, guys. Twenty-one twelve. Fucking sign that check right now. Twenty-one twelve, guys. You heard it here first on attention deficit order. We're predicting the new end of the world. Yeah. Do I need to get one of those sandwich uh, uh, billboard things that yeah. people wear? We just predicted it, guys. Twenty-one twelve. Boom. Again, acceptable date. If it was in within my lifetime, I might have a problem. <laughs> twenty-one twelve. Then you won't believe it. You're like, no, that's not gonna happen. But since right. it's past your life, like, yeah, totally, that could happen. <laughs> well, and in the, you know, I mean, everyone who's predicted doomsday is zero for fucking however many. Oh, yeah. Right? Like every Christian asshole who's like, yeah, the, the end of the world's going to be 1-1-2000. One, one, um, they were all wrong. No, the, then, the calendar was wrong, so... Uh, and then 2012 <laughs> was supposed to be doomsday, and mm, no, I think we <clears throat> beat that. Uh, tw- to, uh, 2001? No, uh, 2012 was supposed to be the end of the Mayan calendar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And according to their whole mythology, like, the end of the calendar represents, like, upheaval and death and destruction and a whole reset of the world. Yes. I mean... There's been a fair bit of the first two, but the world hasn't reset yet. Assholes are still in power. Has the world reset? No. No. But people people all... believe that 2012 was when the uh, dimensions split and it made the, uh, what's it called, the stupid um, 
uh, Baron Munchausen syndrome. <laughs> no, it's called no the uh, the um, I mean, it, the Mandela effect it, is what people think. Yeah, wow, well, <laughs> that's been around forever. But people think it started there. That's where it split. No, that's bullshit. Because there's mm-hmm. the whole Mandela effect of what's actually said in um, Empire Strikes Back, and that was 1982, 81, right? Was it? Well, is that well? Is that a real it's Mandela not, effect, or is that always that was always the line? No, Mandela and people just mistake people just mistook it for that. No, the uh, Mandela effect is something that is like incontrovertibly true. Like we can prove it by watching Empire Strikes Back. Right, the quote gets twisted, and everyone agrees that's the quote, even though you can go back and watch the film. And see that, what is it, Luke? I'm not your, or Luke, I'm your father, is not what he says. Wasn't the Mandela effect invented because people thought Nelson Mandela was dead? N- well, I th- and he came alive, and then like, uh, wait, yeah, wasn't he didn't was, he, he was die? Actually, a zombie for the last fifteen yeah. years of his life. Or the Berenstain and Berenstein Bears. Right. Yeah, those or- are all examples of the Mandela effect. Like. Or like the, Kit Kat brand, like the branding of certain cereals and stuff. It, 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 what it is, Chris, is like a false memory that all of society remembers. Like the perfect example is Vader doesn't say, Luke, I'm your father. That's not the quote. No, but it's not. If you walk up to anyone and say, Luke, I'm your father, they'll go, Empire Strikes Back. It's not right. That's a false memory that somehow made its way into like everyone's consciousness. But people have like um, uh, one of them, a big one I've seen is, you know, you have you've seen tons of Disney movies. Remember how um, the beginning Tinkerbell floats over and does the little thing with her wand and makes the castle. Yeah. Those aren't there anymore. Mm. Well, I mean, there there's. No, no saying that if someone goes in and retroactively edits what was in the theaters when we were kids that, I mean, that's different than the Mandela effect, right? The Mandela effect is really the idea that someone somewhere says something wrong, like someone quotes Vader wrong, someone remembers reading an article that Nelson Mandela died and somehow that makes its way from one or a few people's memory into everyone's. So that if you say to someone, Luke, I am your father, then everyone goes, oh, dude, that's fucking Empire Strikes Back all day. Then, then what is it when it's brand products and stuff like that, like I was saying? Um, is that Mandela Effect or is that Matrix? Um, alternate I mean, dimensions, it could be matrix, but no Mandela effect is really specific to like these odd retained memories that are not accurate. Like everyone agrees. That's what happened in that movie, in that book, in that news article, in that documentary, whatever. And then you go back and look at it and, oh wait, no, that's not what they say. Or that's not how the situation was they have an imperfect memory that has somehow become kind of what everyone agrees on like like sex in the city sex and the city sure 
I mean, that's a good example. That's branding, but that is the perfect example of the Mandela effect. Everyone thinks it's sex in the city, right? Yeah. Or sex and the city. Uh huh. But it's really sex in the city. I N. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the Mandela effect. Everyone, or a lot of people, like a majority of the people, think it's and, A-N-D. Sex in the city. Yeah. So, no, it's really fascinating. Like, I listened to a whole podcast by this group called um, uh, Stuff You Should Know. I mean, they're like a big central pillar of the podcasting community. I don't know. They're owned by CBS, you know. They've got corporate sponsors, blah, blah, blah. They make a living just podcasting, but it's a good one. So stuff you should know. And um, they did a whole episode on the Mandela Effect, and they talked a lot about it. And it's really just this, this way that, you know, a bad idea or a bad memory, I guess is a better way to put it, of a situation somehow becomes the conventional memory of that situation, whatever it may be. Yeah, well, yeah, so I'm, I'm talking it, about, yeah, okay. It could be the title of a TV show. It could be a quote from Empire Strikes Back. It could be, oh, what other example? Mandela dying, but no, he never, he didn't die that year. He died like eight years later or something. I, have no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. No, it, it was significantly later than what everyone thinks or what you see a lot of the time. Regardless, Mandela Effect is interesting. It's not a evidence of multiverses. Rather, it's evidence that people's memories are shitty. Well, and yes. If someone talks about something with authority, right? Like, I don't know. Let's just say IGN says, yeah, um, Elder Scrolls V was actually called blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, everyone starts quoting that as the title of Elder Scrolls, blah, blah, blah. Well, when people grow up on cover songs of songs instead of the original. Um, <laughs> no, that's just the lack of creativity or... Um, when they're like, wait, I think we're alone now. Isn't that Debbie Gibson? Oh, God. Isn't it? <laughs> um, right? Like, no, that's the Mandela effect. Can we punch them? That's <laughs> is that is that like a forgivable assault? Uh, I don't know. Is it? It, yeah. it seems like it should be. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. For um, what the fuck is no, it? Oh, it's the misattribution effect. But you know, should they do a Blade Runner TV series called Blade Runners? Huh. I mean. So, mixed feelings, I guess, is the best way to sum that up since you just sprung it on me. Um, yes, I would like to see how replicant hunting evolved over time, right? Like the first shitty replicants that came back, it's like, oh, you're easy, bang. And then they get better and better, and so it becomes more of a bounty hunter type situation. Um and it 
it would be fun to see like a young Harrison Ford character, Deckard. No, he wouldn't um, be in it yet. He would just be. Oh, before that even. Interesting. It would be called Blade Runners, Decker before, or before Decker. I mean, be, again, still, uh, there, you know, I don't know that I ever talked about it on the show, but there is a um, prequel series of graphic novels for um, Blade Runner. I mean, it's Do Android Dream of Electric Sheep, but it's the source story for Blade Runner. It should yeah. be a Voight Comp Test would be the name of the show. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I would probably watch it, whether it hooked me in my three-episode window that, that I give every new show. But that's all the show is, is Voight Comp Tests. I mean, if it's really just some dude's eyeball and a bunch of random-ass questions, then no, I'm not in. But, but you can control like, it with your controller. Hmm. And you An can interactive show interactive. You control it with your Xbox controller or whatever controller. I mean, at that point, it's a fucking video game, dude. It's well, a, no, no, it's it's only for those only for only for certain scenes. That's still a Voight contest. Still the show. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, give me a show that explores like the establishment of the bounty hunter group that hunts the replicants. Give me. The, you know, as a separate arc, the scientists who developed the Voight comp test, like there could be some fun lore back there in, in some compelling TV. But if you're just going to half ass it and give me what amounts to a digital fucking choose your own adventure, I'm out. Well, that'd be a version of it. It'd be on the Blade Runner verse. No, still out. It'd be Bladeverse. And then there's one where you can control Decker's gun and you can pick who to shoot. Um, like, <laughs> at that point, I really feel like they should just develop the Blade Runner video game they're clearly talking about. Maybe. Maybe uh, that's the game the Coalition's working on right now. Uh, I mean, if they were, that would be interesting. They're... Um... <sighs> They're working on it. Also, they're going to be... Um, mm. uh, what is it? Uh, Operation 8 is the last one. Because they're moving to... Uh, what's it called? To the new engine. Unreal 5. So, like, later losers, you fucking... <laughs> oh, is this uh, Gears 5? Yeah, for or Gears what, for 5, uh, like Operation 6 is out right now, but they're all going to stop at 8, and everyone in the Coalition is moving on to the next uh, iteration of the Unreal Engine. And, I mean, I honestly haven't played um, for, Gears 4 even, I want to say. Yeah, for the new... Um, so, the, so like, uh, they're going to probably develop Gears 6 on that. Uh, and they're working on a new IP, but they swear it's not Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have not had time for video games in the last month. I mean, maybe a minute or two here and there, but... <laughs> right now is like prime video gaming world. Yeah, I, I Like don't if know. you think about it, it just... like with Xbox, with uh, Game Pass and everything. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I would say argues against that is the absolute lack of availability of next-gen Xboxes. Yes. You had to get them while they are hot. And now they're not. You had to get them while they were still making the chipset. I mean, it's all hardware stuff that's holding up new production. They're putting them out. They're just selling them so fast. You know, um, I don't know if the, I don't know how many they put out for store. Like one per store, then. <laughs> well, no, I I, I don't know. The big problem is the the robo sellers or the robo buyers, like the yes. people who are just dumping, <laughs> where they have a script on, you know, GameStop, Best Buy, fucking Amazon, Target, whatever. As soon as one pops up, they buy it. Yeah, that's why I had to go in person to yeah, get my I mean, Xbox. You can certainly buy an Xbox Series S. So the low end of the new uh, generation. But it's going to cost you 550 And it's from a reseller on Amazon. Like, <laughs> oh, 550 I'm like, wait, that's the price of a... <laughs> it's like a little... <laughs> price of a Series X and a controller or a game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they're 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 very rare. I've been looking. No, it, it in large part it's attributable to COVID. Um, the chipsets for the graphics cards were not shipping, but those should be largely fixed by now. And, and um, yet they're still not Xboxes. So there's some hitch in the giddy up. <laughs> I don't think it's the manufacturers. Weird. I think it's the supply chain, the people getting the raw materials and the the pieces to make an Xbox. I hear that joke about what, what did the uh, janitor say? And he jumped out of the closet. Um, surprise, motherfucker! Supplies. No, I was so close. <laughs> That's such a dumb joke. It's in the uh... <laughs> supplies. The uh yeah, so the Series X is still working for me, knock on wood. You know, I treat that thing like a gold. It's like, okay, don't touch it. I just rewired the back of my entertainment center. Um I got a sixteen plug power bar. So it's pretty massive. No yeah, bro. Sixteen <laughs> plugs? Yeah, I have like twelve plugs in the back of my entertainment center. To plug gotcha. everything in. So yeah, well, before I was running off two other, uh, two smaller um, power bars. Mm-hmm. But so I sort of consolidated all my wires and did all that shit. So hopefully, we'll see, guys. I'm still looking for a new TV. Well, let me know. I need a 4K TV. Whenever you've found yours, um, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm looking. I might yeah, even. I'm, I, I might wait till next year. I don't know. Still no rush. I'll wait till like um, five years down the road. Like, hey. <laughs> well, five years by then, I'll have bought it. <laughs> like but, <clears throat> I mean, you know, in the next year, like I'm in no rush to buy a new TV. I've got a decent one. But if you've got a 4K TV that's used to unload, I will buy it off you. So, yeah. 4K. Yeah, I'm going to move on to OLED. But I'm still just a little iffy. I'm like, hmm. I was like, yeah, these are great. These are great. 
And then I'll buy it back. Oh, this new New Year's model just came out. Right. The, oh, it's 440 hertz, the new model. That's what I'm waiting for. 1440 hertz TV monitor. That's just stupid, but okay. Well, all the games are running at that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, all, the, uh, all the video games are running uh, 120 frames at 120 hertz. Yeah, I'm just not um, hankering to get into the, you know, latest version of X race. Well, you can play Battlefield 5 at 120 frames a second. That's pretty good for console. People are saying it runs really smooth now. Like, oh. I'm, I'm, as long as EA servers are behaving, but okay. Like, That's oh. Same. Well, even the one-player game, you know. Mm-hmm. Just the game itself, all like the handful have like over 80 games now that are 120% or 120 FPS. They're all boosted with a high frame rate and all that other shit. HDR. Uh, I'm trying to think what else they have in it. I think that's it. Hmm. Well, I couldn't tell you my TV's a. 1086p and my Xbox is a one. <laughs> one S. <laughs> a VCR. Mm-hmm. Well, did you get a? Did in this day and age, I still have a functional 360 in my house. I'm surprised you could move that thing. It's like, hold on, it, you know, it does. In all honesty, Chris, require a forklift and a team. That's but, what I was thinking. You have to hire movers with those straps they put on their forearms to lift it. Yeah, like when they move your fridge. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's just... <laughs> I have to do that fucking Xbox. That thing was a beast, man. I think I still have mine in the garage somewhere. Yeah, I have the Xbox 360 Slim at my house that still works. And it's about the same size as the day one Xbox One. Yeah, I have a uh, Xbox... Um, uh, white. I have a white two terabyte Xbox Series X. No, it's just the two terabyte Xbox, the uh, white one that they came out with. That's the one I travel with. If I go on vacation, I'll bring that. Because you can't stream yet. Like I could screen share off my PC, or from my Xbox to my laptop. Uh-huh. Only with that console. You can't do it with the Series X yet. Hmm. I'm like, motherfucker, I have to go to a downgraded console to play so like play I wanna say I wanna play like Modern Warfare off my Xbox. But I'm like, damn it. But now they have X Cloud. So everything's in the sky. Hmm. So that'd be amazing, guys. Yeah, I don't know shit about that. <clears throat> Yeah, you're going to be able to play your games everywhere. X Cloud. You want to play it on your phone and strain your eyes and hurt them? Have fun. You want to like? I tried to play Gears of War on my iPad Mini. And like, this doesn't work. Oh my god, that sounds terrible. And, um, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that, and I never will be able to. I barely get to sit on my couch and play a game. Well, say if you're in the airport next time you go on a business trip, boom, you're playing it in the airport. All yeah, you need is your Bluetooth thing. controller. Like, 
if I'm going on a business trip, I'm generally answering work emails the whole time I'm in the fucking airport. While you're playing your Xbox in the other hand. I mean, that would be talented, but I'm not that talented. If you know who is talented, here we go, guys. Venom, let there be carnage trailer. Ooh. I saw this I didn't actually watch it. Oh. You're missing Venom make um, breakfast. I say either. You guys say either. I'm I singing. Say either. And I say neither. Either. 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 Neither. Let's call the whole thing off. He sounds sort of mongoloidish. Catch up. He sounds me. sort of Arnold Schwarzeneggerish. Yummy. Yummy. More steroid he, but still Arnold. Good evening, Eddie. Hey, Mrs. Chen. Good evening, Venom. Come some home, Mrs. Chen. He says hi. It's like, what? I've been thinking about you, hey? <laughs> People are saying Woody Harrelson looks like, um, uh, uh, what's her face from Nomadland? <laughs> Francis McDormand? Yeah. <laughs> Every decision we There is resemblance uh, there, to be honest. Like, if you just pull the hair away, they could be cousins? Oh, no. In the darkness. I'm like, who's this guy? Oh, it's Woody Harrelson. That's right. He's at the end of the first one. Welcome back, Eddie Brock. It's been a long time. He's carnage, right? Miss you. Right, and so that brings up interesting questions. Like, Carnage was incredibly violent in the Spider-Man comics. Like, he lived up to his name. So, again, a hard art movie, but with lots of, like, data? I don't know what they're going to show. They'll have death, it just won't be super violent. <clears throat> I'll be there opening night, guys. IMAX. There he is, Carnage. Looks horrible. Doesn't really look that good. The lighting's horrible on that thing. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> first Venom didn't have the greatest effects, I'll say. But uh, it looks good on the big screen. A lot of stuff doesn't translate well on a smaller screen. If you see, you know, big screen, you see more detail everywhere. Okay. Or it looks yeah. horrible. Absolutely. Yeah, it, everything's like more glaringly obvious. <laughs> yeah. But I've noticed, like, you don't get the detail either out of small screens. <clears throat> so you're almost losing some of the effect of whatever they're showing you. You're like, oh. Okay. All right, since we'll do that, here we go, guys. Wonder if, okay, we're going to do this one first. Yes. The first movie I saw this weekend, guys. The first movie I saw. Hey, you want to shoot my son in the kidney, liver, spleen, and spine? I don't believe you have the guts to, mate. Come on, bruv. It's me. Jafum. Stafum. And you've got the wrath of man. 
starring Jason Statham as H, Halt McCallery as Bullet, Josh Hartnett as Boy Sweet Dave, Rocco Williams as Hollow Bob, Jeffrey Donovan as Jackson, Scott Eastwood as Jen, Andy Garcia as Agent King. This is Wrath of Man. What's up, bruv? What did you just do, mate? Oh, you killed my son, mate? We'll see about that, mate. I'm gonna join an armored truck security team and then you're mine. The plot follows H, a cool and mysterious character working at a crash truck dump. A cash truck company responsible for moving hundreds of millions of dollars around Los Angeles each week. Directed by Guy Ritchie. You don't mess with this guy. Yes, he comes into there. But there's shady shit going on. All sorts of shady shit going on, guys. Right there. Check. Yeah, you won't believe it. There's a traitor in the midst. It's okay. <laughs> Has some good action. I w went and saw it in uh, Dolby. At the Dolby Theater. Dolby, not Prime, but the Dolby Theater. Uh, in Santa Clara. The gun sounded great. You know, vibrating in your seat. You know. A lot of gunplay. Uh, so basically, he's a gangster. His son gets killed. Now he's looking for the team that shot his son. By be by being an undercover... Um, an undercover... Uh, yeah. Fucking armored car guy. Armored security guard. That's what it is. Armored car guy. 
Come on, bruv. And so, yes, they get taken out. Oh. You want to talk to me this way, mate? I'll take you downtown, mate. And you won't know what hit you. You won't know what hit you. You won't know what hit you when I shoot you with my bullet. You don't know what hit you. You don't know what hit you when I shoot you with my bullet. You don't know what hit you. You don't know what hit you when I shoot you with my bullet. You don't know what hit you when I shoot you with my bullet. This is how I wait if you like to shoot them bullets or we go Hello, bruv. You got a bulletproof mask on now, mate. I'm gonna shoot you in the face right underneath your mask. Oh, really, mate? You don't think I can't get under that mask? Shh. Try me, mate. Are we talking about Jabum Stapen? Try me, mate. You wanna see me under this mask? I'll shoot you right under this mask. I'm gonna smash that mask off and light you on fire, mate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the new Guy Ritchie film starring Jay from Statham. I was gonna say that that accent sounds familiar. The Wrath of Man. That's it. Yeah, that actually looked interesting. I remember... I can't say I saw the trailer, but I can say that it was interesting from the synopses that I read. What's a, so what's a synopsis? Uh, more than one synopsis. Man joins an armored truck convoy to find the man who killed his son. <laughs> it was a cool looking um Sci-fi flick, though, right? Wrath of Man? Yeah. No, no, no. This is Guy Ritchie. L.A. Um, Jafem Statham is a, uh, a grieving mobster whose son got killed by a gang that robs armored trucks. So he goes undercover as an armored truck security guard, hoping that they'll hit this truck he's on. So it's kind of like nobody. Mm, not really, because he's not a gangster. He's more of an ex-agent. Jason Statham's a working gangster. Okay. Like he asked, he asked the mob in certain areas if he has permission to kill this guy. And the mob is uh, Andy Garcia. Dope. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's been a while since he's been in a movie, though, yeah? 
Say, hey, what's up? I'm Manny Garcia. You can tell by my slicked back black hair. Because that's all I do with my hair in every movie. Until I get beat up and then it flips around everywhere. Well, I mean, you gotta have a signature move, Chris. So the, uh... So this movie's uh, actually done pretty well. It's uh, one of Guy Ritchie's most subtle movies. Um, I liked... Aladdin was decent. His last movie he just did. I liked uh, the King Arthur movie he did. That was fun. I finally watched it, yeah. Um, It was a lot better than I thought it would be. Um, I like most of his movies. I didn't like Swept Away or anything like that, but... Yeah, but this one is different. This one's like a slow burn. Um, what's that? Yeah, like a slow burn, and a uh, more of a like a noir mm-hmm. movie, but all like super dark. Like the music's dark. Like there's nobody this- really smiling. What? What uh, platform is it on? Movie or? This is a film that came out. Okay. You have to go in real life to see this one. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) You have to sit next to people, 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 people. To see this one. That's terrible. Uh, Yeah, I saw it in a prime. Mm -hmm. Uh, It sounded good. The guns are... You just feel them in your back. Awesome. Uh, So Jay from Statham, guys. Oops. Oh shit! Yeah, he was good. He wasn't great, you know. He's Jason Statham, mm-hmm. but uh, he's uh, he's he holds the movie, I guess. But it could have been played by a better actor. It might be better. You never know. Fair. Um, let's see. I mean, he's good at action sequences, but dialogue is not his deal. See, this guy right here is like, 7 out of 10, intense and grim heist movie. Definitely, this this is definitely not your average Guy Ritchie film. It's not lighthearted. Uh, there is some slick dialogue. It has no comic appeal. There is a bit of dry, there isn't a bit of dry humor. There is a bit of dry humor. Think of shortened edition Michael Mann's Heat Rather than snatch or lock stock in two smoking barrels, and you got something. Mm. Was I don't remember much humor at all in lock stock and two smoking barrels. It was oh you gotta shoot the guy oh I'll go shoot the guy oh, come on why you shot yeah yeah no sorry there's some stuff in there like that I don't remember humor in there at all. Uh. Uh, let's see. And Rock and Rollo? Uh, 10, this guy's 10 out of 10. It's always worth every penny. This duo come up with something. The plot is so strong, yet so, yet good enough to keep, the plot is not so strong, yet good enough to keep you in, entertained for two hours. Guy. keep you entertained for two hours, Chris? Uh, yeah. Well. I liked it. It was a, you know, like the movie I saw the week before, the guy next to me was sleeping. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, this is a horror movie. That's not a good sign. I'm well, like, yes, this movie is boring. 
Huh? I said in a in a, a horror movie, that's a terrible sign. Yeah. This guy came with his lady and he just passed out. <laughs> okay, so Jay from Statham. Wrath of Man. Uh, I'll give it four to five ear holes just because the gun sounded good. Uh, three to five eye holes. Some good uh, directing from uh, Guy Ritchie. And uh, uh, at least uh, three to five liver shots. Um, he shoots the the guy in the exact same order that he shot his son. So I mean, that's some impressive recall. Well, well, he has the autopsy report of his dead kid. So I think, okay, I'm gonna shoot you the exact same way you shot my son. Mm-hmm. So he goes like yeah. liver, spleen, lung, and then I think heart. Yeah. Yeah, he shoots his liver, spleen, his lung. <laughs> uh, Jaifum, stayfum. Jaifum, stayfum. Now, and uh, this weekend, I'm going to go see. I got a bunch of movies lined up. You ready? Here we go. Mm. And these are all free, these are all past movies. I got uh, Thursday night. Up at the up in the city, I have um, Spiral, the Saw movie, and then Friday night, Army of the Dead comes out in the big screen, the new Zack Snyder zombie film, a week before it hits Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I see that Friday, and then Saturday, I'm going to go see Profile, the new internet terrorist heist movie. With a double feature of Top Gun and Prime. <laughs> the original. Oh, then, then, Sunday, I'm going to go see Those Who Wish You Dead. Even though it's on HBO Max, I'm going to watch it in the theater. Mm-hmm. At the Icon. And with a double feature of Army of the Dead again. If I want to. So there we go, guys. <laughs> Sounds like a packed weekend. It's going to be a great weekend, guys. Mm-hmm. Woo! Can you believe that? Starting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be great, guys. Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> Come see the monster truck. What? Sorry. And then it's weird. The following weekend, nothing. There's like two movies. Mm. Like they just stack. Like just because of COVID, everything's just stacking. You know, I mean, you know, they're going to grasp for every dollar they can get. What can you say? Do you expect anything less? I don't. Well, they're offering like discounts on movies and all the theaters still can't be full. You know, so it's even a bigger race to get tickets because, oh, say you want uh, L22. Oh, someone bought something in L23. So that's all X'd out. Well, so now you can't. They're they're wanting to get as many asses in chairs as they can right now, Chris. And so, yeah, they're going to show movies as many as they can, as fast as they can, to get every dollar of those cinema nerds like you, who will spend a entire weekend in a theater. Yep. Yeah, and, hey, more power to them because they're those of you in the. Uh, but see, I don't buy their concessions. That's the problem. 
Well, right. I mean, you're a terrorist. You bring in a bag full of soda pop and popcorn. Oh. And that's like, that's worse than. I try. I tried to walk in because I forgot when I went to go see uh, Paper Tigers, another movie I'll review in a minute. I was walking into the Century Cinema 16 in Mountain View. Like, uh, do you have a different bag? I'm like, oh, sorry. Then I walked back in with like the smaller, this Ghostbusters um, proton pack little bag I have. And that's what the back of it looks like. And they're like, oh, they're like that's bad, eh? It's like, what are we going to do? Blow up the theater, Century Cinema 16, this shithole fucking theater? Well, and honestly, like the difference between a teeny backpack and a big backpack full of explosives is going to be unnoticeable by most people. No, they're, they're thinking it's a fucking... Um, a pressure cooker, and I'm gonna be a Boston bomber. Hmm. You know, like was oh, that a pressure cooker in there? This backpack is full of X and um, acid. I'm just selling it to people. Like, is that a pressure cooker in there? No, I'm just happy to see you. <laughs> man, honestly. Oh man, yeah. So this weekend's gonna be packed, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, Next. It, 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 <laughs> It's interesting as people start getting back into real life. Like a lot of people in my experience so far have forgotten basic etiquette, I guess is the nice way to put it. Oh, yeah, dude. People are like, especially in the theaters. Jesus Christ. I'm, I mean, in basic stuff, Chris, like restaurants, like, mm, okay. Like, why, why? Give me an example. And there's no need for you to get up in the middle of your bite of food and start doing a booty dance. Like, just sit down and enjoy it. <laughs> what, what, where were you? What the fuck were you? Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? No, dude, an upscale drink. Um, <laughs> this place in, and again, uh, well, it doesn't happen too often, but sorry, folks who don't live on the peninsula in the Bay Area. Um, so there's a, a new restaurant called Oak and Violet. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. their food is fucking phenomenal. And they make a goddamn mean drink if you like cocktails. And their dessert was good. And everything was phenomenal about the place except off to the right of where I was sitting, there was... Seven to eight um, colored people. Plus, yes, no, forty-five uh-huh. plus women who were selling a birthday. Oh, women! Of course. Yep, I'm being sexist. No, <laughs> These it was stupid just, women. Yeah, those are your <laughs> words, not mine. Um, so no, it was just like holy <clears throat> shit! Like they had not been out of the house in so long, and. I don't know how many times I had to ask for a sentence to be repeated because people were shouting like they were a hundred yards away. Oh, like those drunk shouts. I mean, that probably had something to do with it. The drinks at this place were incredibly strong. Okay, so there was so it was a bachelorette party, or was it just ladies out? Um, no, it was not a bachelorette party. These were folks celebrating a birthday the best i could make out weird i did my damnedest to ignore 
their conversation. And yet, every once in a while, um, couldn't because they were standing like three feet from me screaming. So, tell me you punched one of them in the mouth. No, I ate my really delicious food and drank my really good drinks and had my yummy dessert and some really good espresso and then left. Popped her in her mouth. Pop, pop. I mean, on my way out, I did say, fuck all you bitches and throw like three stools their direction. There you go. That didn't happen. No, um, I don't care that much. Just it's interesting to note that like your experience in the theater, mine in a restaurant where normally it would be reasonable conversation. (laughs) <laughs> was this shit show of oh my god I'm outside and with people that I don't see every day and oh my god and you know I'm toning it down so I don't blow out people's ears on uh, listening well, to the episode in but the it, yeah fucking loud in oh, the shit. theater the theater people they just still act like they're at their house still so like oh hey Okay, you want that popcorn up here? Okay, yeah, give me some of that popcorn. Oh, great. Oh, the, well, let's pour the popcorn. Yeah, it's so great. Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see that and <clears throat> definitely empathize. Seems to me that if you had to buy a bucket of popcorn at a concession stand, you just pass it around every once in a while. You don't need to talk. Well, that's the problem. And these people came in late and it's like all this other shit. <sighs> Hopefully it doesn't happen at Top Gun, though. It will. <clears throat> Let's be honest, Chris. Right now. Um, so I got three. I got free tickets for all those movies. I'm not paying a dime. Mm-hmm. Only for the subscription fee of 20 bucks a month. And this one's through a theater chain, so it's pretty stable, right? Oh, yeah. It's not going anywhere. Until the theater chain goes somewhere. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm interested to see all these movies. It sucks that they're all coming out on the same day. Like, damn it. Oh, well. I guess I'll go see Army of Dead second. And I'll see Spiral with Chris Rock. Is that a knife? Well, if I... (laughs) (laughs) How much for one knife? How much can I get for a dollar? Fuck the cup. You got changed for a hundred? My hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, deficit pick of the week. I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah, there we go. You got changed for a hundred? <laughs> How much for one rib? Oh, my God. How much have you poured in my hand? Yeah, fuck the cup, pour it in my hand for a dime. <laughs> oh, my God. That's when he had fucked up teeth. Okay, here we go. The next movie I saw over the weekend... But I saw it for a second time over the weekend, guys. Uh, in Dolby, they put out Scott Pilgrim vs. the World for a week only. So I'm like, fuck it, I got free tickets. I did a double feature of uh, Scott Pilgrim and that other horrible movie I rated last week. What was it? Separation. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. I posted it. 
But yeah, you see me. <laughs> I didn't listen to all the damn. So, so I went back the following week and watched it again. Tenth year anniversary. That's the best you're ever going to hear this and see it. Like I said last week of this movie. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, guys. Go see it again. <clears throat> oh, too late. You already missed it. Yeah, I mean, I've watched it in the last year, I guess, on Netflix or wherever I saw it. It's still a fun movie. Now you have to but, see it in Dolby Remastered, 10-year anniversary edition. Yeah, I mean, big screen would be fun if I could catch it. I guess is all I'll say. You feel every drum beat, every bass lick, every guitar strum, uh, every weird, crazy punch. Yeah. It's amazing in Dolby. And that's it, guys. And they, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Uh, oh, what do I got? Let's see. Um, Hmm. Did you watch Without Remorse? No, I have been remiss on my TV too, man. I got a lot going on. I think the last time I was on the show, I talked about I'm getting ready to move and all that nonsense. And that's still going on. So, what, month later? Maybe three weeks later? Yep, still moving. Um, that said, I have been watching some TV here and there and Deb Reese. Not yet. Trying to play games here and there. Um, just to fucking press. Um, so I will say that a game I talked about the last time I was on Greedfall is so much a reskinned Knights of the Old Republic 1 that I don't quite know how to verbalize it. It's go to this spot, explore everything, and go on to the next one. And you have relationship nonsense to deal with amongst your NPCs. Still fun, but mm, lost opportunity, I think, is my ultimate review of what I've played so far. It feels like a game that looks like something from now and plays like something from help me out, Chris, Knights of the Old Republic 1. Oh, it's wow. 2003? 4? Knights of the Old Republic 1? Oh, type of graphics? Uh, no, not <clears throat> graphics. The, the way you interact with the characters. Oh. Like the NPCs. Oh, okay, yeah. It's like, nope. I'm moving on, guys. We're going into the future of gaming right now. Learn lessons from similar games and make them more entertaining, I think is my point. Uh, I think that's what they're doing right now, man. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I played that game here or there, but otherwise, honestly, I've not played games much at all. It's just too much bullshit going on. Yeah. Um, and incidentally, I was in the ballpark. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, July 15th, 
2003. So. Yeah, there um, you go. Yeah, Greed, uh, Greedfall on, what is it? it it's one of the games on uh, Game Pass. Whether you have PC or Xbox versions of it. And it's a decent Skyrim clone without the background. Like, I have nostalgia about um, Elder Scrolls game, Elder Scrolls games, excuse me, back <laughs> to, I don't even know, PC, I probably played the, Morrowind was on the original Xbox, so there's your point of reference, about the same time. Um, okay, so. Is a crummy knockoff and I'll keep playing it because I'm a glutton for punishment but man like two out of five I really want to be Elder Scrolls <laughs> wait until the new Elder Scrolls comes out guys yeah no really I mean don't bother with Greedfall go right on by and wait till Elder Scrolls 6 comes out or go play Elder Scrolls Online, which gives you the entire continent of that particular universe. I've gone on about them or Elder Scrolls Online entirely too much. So, <laughs> neither here nor there. I will say, Chris, I did watch uh, the entire season of Invincible on Amazon. Okay, yes. That. Mm, wow. That was the boys animated and the Justice League turning on itself. Incredibly yeah. dark and incredibly fast. That was good. That was good. I liked it. I don't know if it's going to be my top five shows of the year. Mm. Well, 30, yeah, my, 30 my, Coins my... is still my number one show this year. <laughs> Uh, the Mexican horror show. Right. No, I remember you talking about it, but um, I have not watched that, so I don't have that point of comparison. I will say Invincible, it's a cartoon, but holy fuck, like, if ever there was a moving comic book, that was it. Like, Fuck every Marvel movie ever made, whether by Sony or Disney or whomever. Fuck every DC movie ever made. That shit captures the sense of Superman or some other superhero of the same caliber destroying shit. And agonizing over his actions. You know, I love Man of Steel. So, Invincible in concept, I guess, is a lot like Superman. Minus the x-ray vision, the laser vision, and the super breath stuff. Whatever. Um, but I gave a lot more fuck about that particular character, Mark Grayson, Invincible, in his journey to figuring out how to being to be... Um, the protector of a planet over any iteration of 
Superman, whether, you know, uh, Christopher Reeve or Man of Steel. Man Steel. I just, sorry, uh, Invincible blew me away and really well told, really well animated, really well acted. And God damn it, it's about time. I mean, Chris, I will say without equivocation, five out of five smashed skulls. So yeah, it's uh, being picked up for two more seasons. Yeah, I did see that, and holy fuck, I am excited. I love the comic. I read it, but man, that animated series on Prime is worth your time if you like Robert Kirkman, you like mm, thoughtful superhero stories. If you're into superheroes. If you're not into superheroes, you're going to like it. No, I think... (laughs) I, I think you could be, Chris, like any hero, whether super or not, that there, there is a real human element that touches the entire storyline. And I don't know, like the last two episodes of Invincible first season are phenomenal storytelling. So... I don't think, let's put it in perspective. I don't think I've ever rated anything on this show five out of five anything. I could be wrong, but I'd say that maybe Empire Strikes Back or Wrath of Khan, you know, some of those iconic movies or TV shows were the only things I rated five out of five. This is the first season of Invincible, and that is a five out of five. Watch that shit. Really. If you have Amazon Prime, if you can afford it. If, no, if of not... Course. Of course. Then you're but, shit out of luck, buddy. With your yeah, YouTube or, subscription. Well, no, just hit me up. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, hit him up. Come on, give me your Amazon <laughs> I mean, I will share parts of it with you. I don't mind. Like, it, it's really worth watching. It really, really is. Um, Dude, uh, uh, it might have gotten more traction on Netflix, I believe. Well, Amazon's always like, it's, they have good shows, but they never pick up like a Netflix show just because of the name. Well, I mean, in essence, I agree with that because Netflix has been doing the we've got our original content longer. Like I was just watching that uh, Jupiter's Legacy series. Oh, yeah, that looks fun. It really does. Uh, it's a little cheese ball. But well, uh, I got that sense. It, it seems like the boys with a little sense of humor and uh, not the dark sense of humor of boys, but no, it's dark. It gets dark like that. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they contemplate life and not taking it and all this other stuff. I will say it's on my list of things to watch, but I've only um, seen I've only seen like three episodes of it, and it's okay. You know, I, I'm liking it. I'm not like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like the the fake beards and wigs get in the way a little bit because they're they're trying to like show uh, people that are aged and younger. You know, it's like, hey, this is me, young and this is me, old superhero guy. 
This is young shovel man versus old shovel man. I mean, not shovel man at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's um, uh, I forget his name. With the with um, me. with uh, if you look at their pictures, it's like oof, that beard looks bad. And then they show him fighting in these surreal backgrounds, very much a green screen. Mm. Um, to where it almost was like, um, what are my oh right, like Spy Kids type shit. Oh, that bad. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Well, you know, with, with like a little kids, bit of like, uh, like with blood and violence. But it was garbage, Chris. I mean, but I'm saying the way the sh- the fight scenes were shot on a real fake background. Mm. You know, they're like there's they're fighting some villain, and they're all on a hilltop, and the background is just so fake. There's no realistic real. It's like it's like a Teletubby set, and they're like. <laughs> Like fighting, you'll see. You'll see when you see the part. Like, wow, okay. I am. I want to watch it less now. Thanks. <laughs> Teletubby show up. Yeah, right. I, I'm dildo tubby. I mean, <laughs> sorry, Tinky Winky. Um, yeah, Tinky Winky's yeah. a girl. So, Thanks for peeing on my milkshake, Chris. So, so yeah, so it has like that type of vibe with sort of like Power Rangers type suits. Oh, you know, um, but they they take it. It's like very serious. It's like I'm Mind Bender, and I can trap you in your own mind. You know, mm-hmm. there's a very much a uh, like a a uh, Doomsday ripoff character in this. Ask, ask. I I think it's probably inevitable, but disappointing nonetheless. I'll give it a shot. No, it's worth checking out. I'm, I'm gonna finish it definitely. But uh, what are they giving it right now? Did I even put it down? I mean, it sounds like a womp womp womp. The two to five ear holes. I mean, two to five eye holes. Three to five ear holes. Two to five bad wigs for right now. It's a two out of five. It could jump up to a three out of five by the end of the series. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's not crossing that 4.0 line, though. No, it's not like uh, Mr. Robot or anything. Yeah. It's just like, um, Actually, one other thing I do want to talk about, although, well, take it for what it's worth. My attention has always been distracted but the show on netflix uh shadow and bone i started um, watching that um it's fun i will say that i don't know how i feel about it yet and i've started um, watching it like twice i'm like mm, i can watch something else <laughs> That's the only like i'm like eh, i can watch it when i get to it so I'll put it this way. I've started watching it four times. Um, <laughs> and, well, I will put a delicate point on it. I found better things to do. And let's just say anything on movie, TV, streaming, whatever would have a hard time competing. 
but I have seen the first four episodes of Shadow and Bone, and it is the kind of adventure fiction that I really wish the Hobbit movie series would have been. Um, really good world building. I mean, from the very first episode, it was, what the fuck is going on and why? Like, mm, there's something going on. I just don't understand it yet. And then they weave in a... mm, criminal element like take a bit of Peaky Blinders and mix that in along with the storyline of the heroine and her fucking support team and I don't know I think it's worth watching if it's not your jam I get it but Shadow and Bone on Netflix What's the other show? Oh, Jupiter's Legacy. I'm like, what's the other show on Netflix that I watch? I'm like, I'll watch Jupiter's Legacy. <laughs> yeah, you just talked about that for 20 minutes, so should fuck up. So bleep, bleep, blap. Yeah, you're like, I forgot uh, that. Um, that, that Mitchell's vs. the Machines is a good family movie. I haven't watched it yet. It um, looked fun. I saw the trailer. Your youngest might like it. And actually, everyone might like it just because um, it's yeah, no. it, it's it's good. It's uh, it's better than I thought it would be. It's from the uh, Spider-Man people, and okay. from uh, uh, and no, my family does not agree on movies at all. Uh, I can watch certain movies with my kid, like we watched um, the original Godzilla and King of All Monsters. Because he'd already seen Kong Skull Island, and we wanted to watch um, Godzilla versus King Kong, right? So we watched a few movies together to get to that goal. Um, I can safely say I've tried to sit down with my oldest for years, and no, he doesn't want to watch any movie with me Mm -mm. Uh, well five years at least so all to say chris that mm, i don't have family movie night i try i forced my kids to watch soul with me but mm -mm, they were not having it Uh, i'm gonna have family movie night with uh we'll see we're gonna watch Psycho Gorman. Mm. That's gonna be that would be that would be fun. And by the way, I think that popped up on um, Amazon Prime or HBO. I can't remember which. Yeah, it's been on Amazon Prime for a while. As far as okay. um, oh, I don't know as far as watching it for free, but for rental, yeah. No, it was for free, and it might have been... Uh, yeah, because it just came out. I think it's coming out on Shutter and Prime this week, or this month. So that's probably what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Hmm. Okay. I, okay, you ready for my next movie now? Yeah, rock and roll. Here we go, guys. One of two people in the theater to see this movie. Mm. 
One of two. This is the Paper Tigers. This song is the opening episode, uh, the opening montage of these guys learning kung fu from the 80s to the 90s. Uh, hilarious. The fact that they're using Kid Sensation's solo album off of um, Sir Mix-a-Lot. I was like, what the hell? Like, I haven't heard this song in like 30 years. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. The first to use um, weird vocals in his rap. He became Buttermilk Biscuits. Remember Buttermilk Biscuits? What? I do not. Really? No. Okay, well. Uh, don't worry about it then. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, keep rolling. Three kung fu prodigies have grown into washed up middle aged men. Now, one kick away from putting their ham- pulling their hamstrings. But when their master is murdered, they must juggle their dead-end jobs, dad duties, and other uh, old grudges to avenge his death. This is the Paper Tigers. What? I I said I did read this um, synopsis. Oh. Summary of the story, and mm, man, at least the actors sounded like it would be fun, but and oh man, no, I couldn't bring myself. Here's the breakdown. Well, kid sensation's gonna make the beat slow, and it's time for the rhyme, so I'll let the lyrics flow. It's applying the bass, and the Emerald City posse is invading the place. <laughs> Seattle. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so starring Peter Adrian Sestoro as Teen Hing. Teen Hing? Yuji Okamoto as Wing. Ron Yoon as Hing. Oh, Teen Hing and Hing. Okay. Oh, I guess they did have the Teen Hing. Uh, Matthew Page as Carter Yoshi Sidero as Teen Danny Ali Yu as Danny Jane Shung Park as Carol Mikhail Shannon Jenkins as Jim uh, It was pretty good well, So basically their master dies And they're um, looking for who killed him Because they gave him the death touch Okay. So the uh, they gave him the death touch in the um, in the certain uh, whatever you know the stupid kung fu death touch. So then they go they go and they fight other clans or other groups of people, and these people are doing flips and shit. And these guys have barely like done anything in twenty years, thirty years. Uh, and one of them is Johnny Eight Hands. 
and he can see giants. Well, he could see basically he can see his power is he can see your punches coming. Hmm. Like he has like five uh like a probably like two or three second lead time on all your punches. So if he can focus again and get back to that, he's almost impossible to beat. So of course what happens? Boom, focuses. Hmm. Hmm. And his other friend, uh this brother he became like a, a MMA fighter and doesn't know how to fight kung fu style anymore. So he just like tackles people and hits them. Uh, and another guy, he has a knee brace on, and every time he tries to kick, his leg goes out from underneath him. So yeah, he's doing really good. But there's some decent kung fu in there. Um, for what it is. Uh, a very independent movie. Two people in the theater. Second person walked out. <laughs> so you were alone? Yeah, for the last 45, 50 minutes of the movie. This one guy probably expected it to be like some badass kung fu thing. It wasn't. So he's like, "Bye bye I didn't even see him in the theater until 10 minutes in. I'm like, oh, there's someone else here. Um... Yeah, I saw Paper Tigers advertised on, like, Prime or something. Yes, it was on Prime Video. I need and to see this one on the big screen. No, you do not. Yeah, this you do. Is... No. Yeah. Eat a dick. I'm no. not going to. I might see it on my TV at my home, but no. I'm The movies I'm going to go see in the theater... Are going to be at least new wise. Um, I don't know, Black Widow, all those movies we've been promised for the last year and a half that just pay 30 bucks and watch it at home, man. Um, no, (laughs) I mean, there are some, some that are definitely worth watching on the big screen. So, uh, Free Guy, right? The um, god damn it. Deadpool. Robert Reynolds? No. That, that, I have no hope for that movie. It looks stupid, but it looks like fun seeing it on the big screen. Um, like, the last trailer shows you the whole movie. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? And Chris, frankly, I give a shit. It looks like fun on a big screen. That is why I would go see a movie. Because, again, remember for you and the listeners out there, the last movie I saw on the big screen was Jackie Chan's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Whatever that <coughs> I can't even remember uh, the name. I've tried to purge my memory. Uh, like Operation something Condor? Operation, I don't know. Like fucking... I don't know. That was like fire. such a bad movie. Yeah. No, it was ridiculous garbage. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that movie was. But Paper Tigers was good on the big screen. You, you saw the fights better. You know, I, the I martial arts was better. I don't want to watch a bad movie um, on the big screen. That means I paid too much for it. That was about the same as rental as it was to go to the theater. They're almost, they're basically equal. Hmm. Uh, what was this pile of shit? Because I think I rated it a zero out of five. Um, 
Vanguard. Yeah, that pile of shit. I think I gave it a negative rating. Vanguard. Yes, you. I think you did give it a negative rating, and I gave it a zero out of five pile of steaming Jackie Chan dirty diapies. Holy yeah, shit. Bad Jackie Chan suits where he filmed the whole movie in a day. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay, over here. Okay, hi, what? Okay, bye. Okay, hi, what? Bye. Boom. My job's done. Mm-hmm. He filmed that movie in a day or two. No, it was just... Because he had the same suit as he did in the flashbacks as he did when he was in the office talking about shit. Well, I don't give a fuck about that, Chris. I was, was like, what? He didn't care about the movie. Well, that's what I mean. That's what they're like. Like, I'm not changing suits. We're going to wear the exact same shit. <laughs> Poop in my hand and throw it at you. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, no. So, anyway, Paper Tigers. Uh, Paper Tigers was actually pretty funny. Um, it was better than Boogie. Boogie I walked out of. Put it that way. Paper, paper Tigers, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes. Uh, a three no three out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes, and uh, two out of five kung fu stances. So, did you already rate boogie and I missed it? Yeah, you weren't oh. on you weren't on the boogie one. Oh, last episode or before? No, it was way before that. <laughs> I mean, fair. You didn't. Uh, I'm you, sorry, I don't know. You didn't read Boogie. Okay, here's my other movie. Here we go, guys. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything about with the soundtrack in it because it's a foreign movie. So you've heard of Wolf Walkers, right? Now uh, get ready no. for Cliff Walkers. Cliff Walkers. Dr. Huxtable without pants on? No. Young women with pudding cups. Uh, this is a Cliff Walker. No, Cliff Walkers. I don't know what's on coming up. God damn it! Okay. Um. Okay, here we go. W A L K. Cliff Walker. God to be clear, it. no Mr. Huxtable, Huxtable involved. Uh, no. I don't know why it's not showing up on my IMDb. Is it the Cliff? No, it's Cliff Walkers. One moment, please, because I can't type well either, apparently. <laughs> okay, well, Cliff Walkers, guys. Chinese action movie. The highest grossing movie in China. Since when? Huh? Since when? Uh, since uh, this year? The beginning of the year? Okay. But that's a lot of people, man. <laughs> the highest grossing movie in China. It's uh, filmed like... Um, like an old western, uh, but goes into mod. Like the beginning starts off like a western in the snow. It's shot beautifully. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those Chinese movies. You're like, oh, this looks cool. The snow looks trippy. Everything looks trippy. But I can't find any of the actors, so I can't give you guys credit for them again. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, it doesn't show up. <clears throat> I'm DeBuzz racist. Mm. That's probably it. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Okay, you want to do that? want to do that? Let's do this. You son of a bitch. Where'd I go? Okay, here we go. It's Cliff Walker's trailer. You want some Chinese up in this motherfucker? No. You're going to get some. God damn it. I said no. Too late. Burning the special note that we got. We have a special note. So basically they're um from Zhang Zhum. How many? Four. Come out from Soviet Union. So basically, okay, now I got the plot. <laughs> like, I remember now. So it's during the 1920s where the Chinese are just divided into clans, right? Each clan has their own language, right? Mm. So they all have their own languages. And this group of people, they were trained by the Soviet Union as assassins, right? A group of like seven of them, and they all have their own language. And they have, they have to kidnap one of the people from that group torture them until they give up the book and decipher it for them. And then the other team's trying to rescue that person. What book? Uh, their language book. So they know how to, they communicate. So it would be like, you know, like the, everyone has their own language. And they have it in a booklet. And then they're passing codes around in their own language that no one else can read but these people. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Hmm. I mean, it's an interesting story. It's based on truth. I'm not surprised. That's all I can say. I don't know shit about it, but it sounds interesting. Set in the 1930s. Yeah, it's a spy thriller. And these guys are all badass assassins, dude. So anyone corners them, they fuck them up. Except for the one guy gets caught, of course. And they hook electrodes up to his ankles. They pour them full of water, hook... Like uh, an electric chair, they put stuff around his ankles, his wrists, they clamp his nipples, his earlobes. I mean, you had me on board till you said earlobes, Chris. Yeah, then <laughs> nipples, earlobes, and then there's like, crank it up. It's like, yeah. Where are they in Highburn? Boom. Oh, really? You want to fuck with me? There's a secret operation on the train. Oh, we'll break into that train. It's called... Yeah, all the action scenes are shot beautifully. Uh, It's mostly in the snow. Uh, Very high budget. It uh, has like an Untouchables feel to it, you know? It sounds like a, what, Captain America? God damn it. Um, Snowpiercer. Uh, no. 
No, not but not Snowpiercer-ish. Only only the snow is the only thing. Okay. What is it then? As I say, it's like um. Well, I don't know. What I can compare it to. It's like uh, clan assassinations. I don't know. I mean, that point it sounds like. Uh, yeah, it's a spy thriller, all right. I would make it like a spy thriller. That, like Sub Zero hunting all the other people. Yeah, there's some brutal fucking murder kills in this thing. <laughs> the, um. No, it's more of a. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's more of like an espionage thriller, with martial arts and gung fu, and mm -hmm. gun fu in it. That's what that's what I'm trying to compare it to. Uh, but shot better than most. Cliff Walkers. And it was great. They started the movie right away. No trailers because they don't give a shit. Like boom, unlike Scott Pilgrim. Oh. We'll show you 20 minutes of trailers for a 10-year-old movie. Thanks. I mean, that's hanging the hat on nostalgia. So can you really blame them? Yeah. 20 minutes, dude. I timed these things. 22 minutes. I'm like, I'll see you in a half hour. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, what do I review this thing? Uh, Cliff Hawks, three to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and two to five bleeding heads for Cliff Walkers. Are you going to head out now? No, keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, what? It said natural wrap up. Just. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we'll be fine in a minute. It's gonna be more. Uh, Mayor of Easton. If you want to watch that show, you have HBO Max. Uh, it's a good murder mystery show set in Pittsburgh, starring. Um, God damn it. The chick from Titanic. Mm, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, yes. Starring Kate Winslet as a cop who's on the edge. Bro, um, and shit she goes down. She what? She what? I sh I said she's the super white Luther. Uh, I don't know, but they they make her weird in this one. A uh, very dark subject matter: child murders. Hmm. Um, yes, and unclaimed children, children we don't know who the father is. You know that type of mystery. Uh, and it's a very small town, so everybody knows everybody. It's good, man. I like it. <clears throat> Mayor. Her name's Mayor. So it's Mayor of Easton. East Town or Easton. So right now, it's on once a week, HBO Max. I think they're on their fourth episode. Three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and three to five locked up girls. We saw some girls locked up. So we're going to do next week, um, yes, I'm going to watch uh, Generation Hustle. The Crime of the Century is on tonight. That's the pharmaceutical thing that they're putting out. 
Um, I started watching Mythic Quest 2. If anybody has Apple TV, that's a show worth watching. It's about uh, game developers that... uh, What do they do? I don't know. They develop games. (laughs) Okay. What do you got before we get out of here? Um, <laughs> well, I think my big, my biggest thing, Chris, is go goddamn get vaccinated. Vaccinated? Do it. It's proven technology, and it will allow us to get back to normal fucking life. And every douchebag and prick who says no is being a speed bump to that. You want to go back to a bar? You want to go back to a movie theater? You want to go back to a live music show? Whatever that is. Whatever it is that tickles your fancy outside the people. You cannot do that until you get vaccinated. Until everyone that you possibly can around you can get vaccinated. Tonight, for instance, I saw 12 to 15-year-old kids are able to get vaccinated against COVID. Go get them in line. Do it now. Shove those needles in their fucking arms, man. Dude, my final thought is, as much as Chris and I like to joke around, this is what not a time to do so. And you need to go get your people vaccinated. Whoever it is. Everyone from dead to 12 years old can get vaccinated now safely. And I want to go to a theater without worrying about a mask. I want to go to a bar to have a drink and meet new people. Whatever it is that tickles your fancy, that's not going to happen until all you stupid motherfuckers Get vaccinated. Everyone on the fence, everyone who's saying no right now, go get vaccinated. Fuck it. Yeah, my whole family's vaccinated. Let's see. You know, I just found out tonight, Chris, that my daughter and my girlfriend's son can get vaccinated. And I was like, woo, vaccination party. Let's go, go get you vaccinated. Um, and I'm waiting until her 11-year-old and mine 11-year-old can do so. They're just below the age cutoff, but they would be vaccinated already if that was a possibility. Yeah. God damn it. <clears throat> you want to get back to normal? You got to get Fauci's fucking ouchie. And suck it up, buttercup. That's- Fauci's ouchie? That sounds so bad. You've never heard that before? <laughs> no. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like, hey kid, you want to feel my ouchie? This is Fauci. 
Yeah. No. Um, you want my ouchie? I'm Fauci. I think that says more about you than them, Chris. But <laughs> I'm not casting judgment. You know. Whether he's a pedophile? Come on. Regardless. Um, you want the Fauci ouchie? Yeah, either way. <laughs> um, point is that um, there's a path out and just go get There's a path ouchie. There's a path ouchie. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my closing thought: is just go get goddamn vaccinated so we can go to music festivals and the theater and watch a movie and watch a fucking concert without every goddamn federal agent crawling up our ass. You can go to Florida and watch a concert and catch COVID for free. You go to Texas; they have full concerts going on. Yeah, and catch COVID for free. I'm okay. Fully. Uh, what, what's the deal with Van Morrison? Um, yeah, that's weird shit. And I did not do much research in advance. But, <laughs> I mean, I guess the way to put it is he's an <clears throat> asshole. He's a brown-eyed he, girl? No. What? No, not just like a euphemism for an asshole, like brown-eyed girl, but he's a actual asshole. Like, um. Oh well, we'll get into it next week, I guess. I think that's probably better. <clears throat> Van crazy. <clears throat> um. All right, real quick, I want to see the stuff I wrote down. Oh, there's going to be a black Superman, like we said before. Breathe 2 comes out August 13th. Breathe 2, guys. And Moby has dumb tattoos. I'm gonna... <laughs> Is that a surprise? Did we see his tattoos? <clears throat> you need to look that up I real quick. I don't feel like that's new information. Uh, and it was for me. <clears throat> I'm like, are this, is this real? Are these really on his arm? Come on. <clears throat> okay, Moby, whatever. To each is Obi. Hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, um, not something I've <clears throat> to read about a little bit before making comment on. You see his arms? Uh, let's no. see. Not, and not in the slightest. I give a fuck about what Mo- Moby looks like. You need to see his arms. It's for the argument. It's for the conversation. Today's the 25th anniversary of Twister. So if you've seen it 25 times, good. Tanya Katane died at age 59, guys. Bachelor party set of tits. Uh, dancing on hoods of cars from White Snake video. Come on. Can you believe that? Let's see. Uh, oh. This will get you back into the movies before we go. No more sanitation in between screenings of movies, according to NATO, the National Organization of Theater Owners. So, there you go, guys. It's another reason. What do you think, Skip? Hmm. <laughs> No more sanitation 
according to NATO, so that's problematic. But they still have the videos up that they sanitize everything. Just you just take your own precautions, guys. Just don't go licking the chairs. You know, I, I bring in my own snacks. Um, I don't wear gloves, but, you know, I just, whatever. I wash my hands. Um, and I sit down and don't touch anything. It's pretty easy. Okay, guys, we're out of here. I will go out on this one. Here we go. Last, last week I went out on the Wise Guy Joe Pesci soundtrack. Did you ever hear him rap? No, him rap. It's okay. Now it's okay. Here we go. Hold on, real quick. It's the bitches that are getches. It's a bitches that are getches. Remember this? It's a bitches that are getches. It's a bitches that are getches. Okay, we're not going out on that. Hey, hey, made out my ass. Treat all my bras like trash. You'll catch a blast. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Play that at your next party, guys. It's the bitches that'll get you. Oh, God damn it! I actually had something to fill in this gap, Chris. What? Yeah, give me one sec. What? What's happening? Um, I'm trying to find a song I wanted to hear us go out to. What's what's up? Yeah. Um hmm. uh, I wish you were a beer by the cycle sluts. No. That really wasn't it. Alright, let's play um Spotify Roulette. Because there was a song on the play. When I was on and we were going out. Oh, here we go. Um, one, two, three. So, Trampled by Turtles is the band. Song is Wait So Long. And there we go. Why is it not playing? No, yeah, uh, oh, there's there a few. It's a slow. Are they Irish? Not in the slightest. They are. They're what? Appalachian. Virginia. Oh, some place I don't want to go. Okay, guys, here we go. Um, But crank (laughs) it back up. I could never pretend that I don't love you. Phenomenal music, regardless of what Alright guys, we're out of here. Bye-bye. And it will be Chris and I on a regular soon. Yes. Hey what? And the audience is that will probably be mid-June. For what? Doing my best to keep life stable. Unfortunately, ADO, as hard as I work at it, is one of the things that slips. And 
And that's no reflection on you, Chris, or anyone who listens to the show and finds comfort or fun in it. Just life. So. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Later. Good night, everybody.